This episode of the Namaste Podcast is sponsored by my favorite audio listening platform. It's called Audible. That's right, folks. Just for listening to the Namaste Podcast, Audible is giving you a free book with your 30-day trial membership. So just go to www.audibletrial.com slash namaste to get your free book with the 30-day trial membership. I'm such a huge fan of Audible. Been using it for years, probably since I'm going to say 2014. Yeah, a long time. I've purchased a lot of books. I like to be read to. You know, sometimes it's just really nice. <laughs> It's great. It's great. And sometimes you just don't have the time to read and that helps as well. And I don't fall behind on all the books that I want to read because someone reads it to me while I go to the gym or go get groceries or just go for walks through the forest because I love to do that. So anyways, once again, if you would like to get your free book, yes, with your 30-day trial membership, I'm very, very excited about this, go to audibletrial.com slash namaste. The link will be in my description box below this episode. What's up, my loves? Welcome back to the Namaste Podcast, a podcast dedicated to uplifting the soul, connecting self-help ideas to inspirational people. I am your host and the creator, Melissa Malati, and I am very, very pumped to share this episode with you. This is a talk I had recently with the women's empowerment coach, Sharin Arif. Sharin has been on a spectacular life journey, battling abuse, cancer, man, <laughs> so much. And I'm not going to give too much away because it's really a remarkable talk that has me so inspired afterwards. I just listened to it again as I was editing it. So inspired, man. This woman is incredible. So without further ado, we're just going to jump on into it. This is my episode with Sharin Arif. Enjoy. Today on the show, I have a very special guest. Her name is Sharin Arif. Did I say it properly? Shireen RF. Shireen RF. Amazing. Yay. I, I was really trying to get it right. <laughs> she is a motivational coach, author, and a speaker. And she is here today to talk about her new book called The Second Wife Seduced into Slavery. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Oh, I'm so excited to have this chat with you guys. Before we got started, we just, I, I already bonded and talked about everything under the sun. <laughs> so there's just so much to chat about. So why don't we just first start off with you telling us all about your journey and what your book's all about. Okay, my book is about immigrating to Canada as someone's wife and, uh, and the struggles that I had thereafter with the mental, emotional, verbal abuse yeah. where my spouse didn't really see that as abuse. He didn't come with the intention of an uh, of it being an abuse because mm -hmm. he thought that's his way. He is privileged to speak with me or treat me in a certain way by virtue of being the man of the house. Wow. And that's part of the culture, the, the, the family culture, the, the culture from back home that he brought along with him. Yeah. And um, it really uh, was a lot of suffering for me and uh, for my children to witness uh, the abuse and to 
Um, and then to, uh, for me to become ill, I, was, uh, I had um, thyroid cancer. Mm. And that's when I realized the value of my life yeah. as an individual and how I wanted to live it fully. And mm. that's when I turned everything around and moved on in my life. And I live a totally different life from how I lived before. That's absolutely amazing. And, you know, I watched uh, so many of your talks because I I, I clicked on one video and I went, wow, she's inspiring. So I just kept watching (laughs) all of them that you have on your website. And, um, you know, your story is remarkable. Thank you. It's pretty wild that, you know, you first start off, you you were in your first marriage and unfortunately he dealt with drugs. Yes. And then um, coming out of that one, you met your second husband who, you know, it was so promising, yes. brought you to Canada and then he completely, you know, switched. Was there yes. a moment where you saw the complete switch or was it as soon as you came to Canada? It was after, I, as soon as I came to Canada and yeah. I... I always, uh, you know, try to justify in my mind what could it be. He was so loving when he came to marry me in India. Mm-hmm. And I personally feel because I didn't have anybody uh, here. Mm-hmm. And so there was no accountability. Of course. Wow. Uh, I, I thought that could be a reason why he just flipped the way he did. Right. So there was no one there to stand up for you. Yes. So it didn't matter to him. Yes. And he made sure that I was not in the state of mind where I'd ask someone to stand up for me. Oh, goodness. Because, you know, there was fear and there was also this feeling of unworthiness. Yeah. That, you know, okay, I was a divorcee. I had a child, Mm -hmm. so, you know, he didn't find me as a single woman, so I don't deserve better. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And what's his... I I laugh about it now. Yeah. I mean, especially in this day and age. (laughs) No, yeah. Wow. And so did you have more children with him? Yes, I did. You did, did. yes. I have three children. Right, that's right. So I have a set of twins and and another child. Wow. And in your story, you talk about, um, you know, leading up to when you got cancer, you had thyroid cancer, you said, and leading up to it, you know, and you had surgery for it. And then there was a moment in your surgery where you went, I'm, I'm, that's it. I'm done. Yes. Was, so was that, was that, would you say that was like the pivotal moment where you never looked back or did you have, did you have a lot of moments after that situation where you might've struggled internally? Like, no, that was it. That was it. Wow. That was my pivotal moment, and things synchronized because my daughter, when I went for my surgery, she bought me a book, and that book is about uh, a lady who survived cancer. She wrote the book, and that made such a difference to my life. I reached out to her when she came to Toronto to speak as part of the Hay House Summit. I actually met her and told her what her her book did to me or for me. And it really turned my way of looking at things, and uh, I needed to heal more than, you know, it's not the just the medicinal and the doctor's treatment that could uh, fix anything on me, but it was my mm. spirit. Of course, yeah. You know, I had to heal inside for it to manifest outside. Wow, and isn't it amazing that you read a story yes. that completely helped you and now you're doing the same and you're giving back with your story. Yes. I think that's absolutely beautiful. And you know, I've had the same experience when I was struggling with really bad depression. Yes. I had read a story with a woman who had also been really struggling at the time. And in 2008, it was still a little bit taboo. People mm. didn't really talk about it yes. so much then. 
Um, and that totally got me out of it too. So I, that's amazing that you're, you know, you're, yes. you've written it down and you're inspiring people everywhere with this. Thank you. It's, um, it's incredible. Um, so I want to share something with you yes. and I want your opinion on this. So I've been thinking a lot about this. And before we started the show, I actually, um, I told, um, Sharon that, um, I have been kind of struggling with some self-esteem mm -hmm. recently. And so I'm curious as to your thoughts on this because I think we live in a society where, and, and this is not to be not compassionate to everybody, mm -hmm. but we live in a society where a, the victim culture is like, is really, really heavily, you know, promoted now. And, and I think it takes away from people like you that have actually suffered. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I, can relate to it because I find myself um, at times really feeling super defeated, kind of the way that you described that you felt, but our situations aren't even comparable. Like you've mm -hmm. truly suffered and you've, you know, come out of it and you're so strong from the situation. So I'm curious as to what you think, um, what, what you, because these feelings are really real, yes. you know, and, and regardless if, if someone has, suffered like in a small amount in comparison to yours like it's it's still real these feelings Absolutely. so what do you say to people that may feel this way uh first of all there's no comparison yeah because what is uh whatever a person goes through it's very intense and real for them yeah and it is something that they're dealing with and they're yeah. they're struggling with and not being able to cope with mm -hmm. so we can't really compare someone's struggles yeah um However, um, so, sorry, your question again? Yeah, well, um, I guess I'm just... Uh, so I what would I say to people who are dealing with this? Yeah, um, like what do you say to people like myself who have these feelings? Do you say just to not really, to not be so hard on myself that I haven't, you know? Yes, so the fact, even though I've overcome a lot, yeah. there are times when I have the same kind of feelings. I, s mm -hmm. I still, uh, it is still real for me to uh, not feel worthy sometimes. And it could be uh, for something totally different. Yeah. You know, for example, speaking on stage and, you know, earning a reward. Yeah. I feel like, okay, what's the big deal about my story? Like, why would people read my book? No way. You know, you there are... At every well, there at every wow. stage, there's always an a dialogue. There'll always be a voice that'll there's there's a gut feeling and an inner voice, and then there is a chatter, yeah. and then y then over time, you tend to like I I learned to distinguish between the chatter mm. and the inner voice, and so uh, I c I do not deny like what I would say what I practice is I d if I'm feeling that way I won't deny or suppress it mm -hmm. because that is real and so I process it so I at that time I have another dialogue in my head and I say okay Shireen is going through this now mm -hmm. I'm like a mother like I'm a, as if a different entity and I'm like okay okay baby you're going through this process it let's what will make you happy your favorite chocolate a good movie oh. or going for a walk yeah. or talking speaking with a friend and telling her or him what you're going through or maybe meditating or writing something i and whatever uh or watching a movie so whatever i feel uh would make me feel co would comfort me at that moment i practice that wow that's 
really cool. I love yes. that idea. Yes, and I will do that until I've shifted because feelings are always temporary. Yeah. Wow. They may be real, but they are temporary. I agree with that. So, so once I've shifted, then I move on to the next thing in life. Wow. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. That's wonderful advice. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. Wow. So, because I know that you have a program and it's called Be Your Own North Star, right? Yes. And so do you, you do one-on-one coaching or do you do group session sort of coaching? So I'm moving towards group sessions. So okay. I have so far done one-on-one coachings. I have had women call me, especially after I went on TV and, and shows, they've emailed me and oh. they've called me and I've spoken with them uh, and uh, we've had one-on-one sessions about whatever they are dealing with Hmm. and uh, but I'm moving on to creating an online uh, program as well as workshops for uh, women who are locally present and and are reaching out to me for help. That's awesome. I actually did see that online. I was going to ask you, do you have a date for when the online program will be released? So I'm part of an organization called Immigrant Women in Business. And oh, a cool. crea- there's a team that we've created, uh, and we're going to have a conversation with the mayor of Brampton in mid-November. Nice. And we're proposing our, our plan to launch the program sometime in uh, sometime soon okay. in Brampton. Okay, cool. And yes. then maybe you'll extend elsewhere. Yes. Cool. That's fabulous. And okay, and I'm interested in, do you have any steps? So say there's someone listening that really does suf- suffer from really low self-esteem and low self-worth, and maybe they have gone through something similar to you, or maybe it's May, or maybe they kind of feel like I do and as if their situation isn't really, you know, it's, it isn't, isn't really that bad, um, but they still feel low. Do you have any s- steps besides the one? Because you, you just, said, yes. just said one. Do you have any other piece of advice that you would give? It's very important to create a circle of friends around you mm-hmm. who, who don't see you where you see yourself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've had friends. My I have had a few childhood friends who've, who've always been cheering me through everything. And uh, I would stick to them for life. I'd never give them up for anything in the world because Mm. they've been my team when I've not been on my team. Wow. So build a team around you. Build a team around you. It's very important. And, you know, it's important to communicate because if you're inside your head, no one really knows what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it is important to acknowledge that, uh, you know, we cannot always do everything all alone. And so there's nothing shameful and nothing wrong for reaching out. Yeah. Uh, and But who you reach out to, that's the community we need to create for ourselves. Yes. And we, 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 over time, we, f- we see who those friends are or who those people are yeah. and, and stick to them. I can totally relate to that. And I've only recently just started building that yes. sort of team around me. And I have my go-to people that yes. always know what to say to yes. kind of snap me out of it sort of thing. Yes. Wonderful. That's great advice. I love that. So we briefly talked about your spirituality uh, yes. before we started the show. And so I kind of, I, I'd love to touch on how do you think your your mindset and your spirituality played in helping you overcome all of these adversities? That was all that played in. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, well, I am grateful. This was a great um uh, experience in owning my spirituality mm-hmm. uh, because uh, 
at that time when I was dealing with all that I was dealing with, mm. the only thing that kept me afloat was spirituality. Wow. Uh, you know, I had four kids and that I was responsible for. And if I didn't uh, practice spirituality, I wouldn't be grounded. Of course. And I would wow. not be able to do my daily chores and, you know, just go about in life uh, because it's, it's, it was too painful. Hmm. And um, uh, it was the spiritual connection that, that would be kind of a little bit of an escape from whatever was going on. And then grounding myself and hmm. feeling that uh, stability and then bringing that stability back into my daily life and routine because it's like recharging mm. you know like i plug in and recharge and come back to uh, to to you know go on with life so mm. that was my greatest anchor wow and did you discover you know the during virtue and all of you know the angel cards and all of that before you came out of cancer yes. and your marriage yes so it was wow. a few when i was struggling too much and i didn't feel loved and I, my intention, so I wouldn't ever want to go from like seeking love from one person to another to another uh, in, uh, you know, not being true to, to my uh, spouse. So what I did was I started looking for love in the spiritual way. Mm. And what I, uh, what I started doing was listening to a lot of these um elevated people spiritual people who were part of the hay house uh, community yeah. yes and I, I started attending all of these events uh, it cost a lot of money but yeah. <laughs> i'd rather not buy a dress because i'm not feeling good you know what's the point of looking good of I, I would sacrifice on not having a dress or having any other material thing but i'd go and spend that money and sit for two whole days <laughs> and come back uh, motivated you know, come back with a lot of books mm -hmm. and and read and and you know work in uh, work on my inside world. Right. So that's what I did for quite a few years, like three or four years, before I had cancer, and then that's wow. when I I actually had to put all that I learned into practice. Wow. <laughs> yeah. There you go. The universe challenging you, huh? Yes. Whoa. Yes. That's very interesting. Um, and I can totally relate to that. I think a lot of people that are listening um, could, and that's why we constantly are talking about self-help books yes. and spirituality because um, really it, it truly helped me um, yes. get to where I am right now, you Absolutely. know, mindset and everything. So that's why I love talking about it. Do you have a favorite Hay House book? Are you more of a Louise Hay fan or? Oh, um, I am a big fan of all of them. Like yeah. there was a point in my life when I used to say, I should move to Hawaii because everybody lives there. Oh my God. So I went to Hawaii last year and I was like, man, I want to live here. <laughs> but like, have you been to Hawaii before? No, no. Oh my gosh, put it on your to-do list. It's very much on my list. It's amazing. It's, yes. a, it's just not like any place you'll ever go because the ground just feels so holy. Yes. The culture is just so different than here. People yes. are just, they're, I, I, it's weird to say the word free because we're all free, but I just mean their spirits. Their spirits yes. feel free. Yes. You know, they're not, they're, they're just living and they're enjoying yes. and it, it's beautiful. What I learned from all of these books, there was, there's only one co common thing, you know, when I've been studying and learning from all these, uh, you know, 
elevated souls is to simplify. Yeah. You know, to simplify, simplify, mm-hmm. simplify. And I feel like that's the energy of Hawaii. Like, keep it simple. It totally is. Yes. You, you know it and you haven't even been there. You got to go. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to go like for Christmas. Yes. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> yes. And wow. then, uh, well, you know, even um, learn taking Doreen Virtue's program uh, where, you know, I had this habit. I used to go for healing and then I would think, hmm, you know, I have only this amount of money. So if I'm going to pay this money and get healing for only one session, but if I pay $50 more and I get trained, then I have the whole trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> what I did was past life regression therapy. Oh, yeah. You know, quantum touch, uh, angel card reading, one after the other, d- uh, divine healing hands. I've done all of them. Wow. And, you know, I did the course. And while we were doing the course, there was a lot of healing that I was getting anyways. And mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I'm going to use this on myself because I can't come o- again and again with limited resources to get healing done. Sure. And so I learned the, the healing techniques and, <laughs> and I brought them home. And then I used them on, um, on my kids. Wow. Like I've done a lot of things. I've done access consciousness. I've done um, theta healing. <laughs> You know what? I actually don't know what those are. And I was going <laughs> to ask you, what's, what's quantum heal, uh, touch? I've never heard of that either. So we, it's like we have energy that, uh, that we transfer. It's similar to Reiki. Okay. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a different modality. It's, okay. it's very similar to Reiki. Okay. Okay, I'm going to have to do my research. And yes. what were the other two that you just mentioned? And then the other one was uh, access consciousness. So where we are accessing our consciousness. Oh. And so uh, in that, we, uh, what, I d- what I would do is ask questions, hmm. uh, you know, and shift uh, the pattern of thinking in, in questioning it. Ooh. And unraveling how... Uh, to the person how they have been thinking all along and then bringing it up for them from their subconscious mind, making it surface and then telling them, uh, you know, are you willing to give that up? Oh, wow. And then when, when, and you know, every human being has free will and when they, mm-hmm. when they, when they realize, okay, this is what they've been, this is what has been driving the program that has been running their life mm-hmm. and they, they, like it comes to the surface and sometimes they don't even know that this is their thought pattern. Right. And that's when they, then, you know, uh, as a healer, you ask them, are you willing to destroy and uncreate it all? Hmm. And if they say yes, and, and, you know, that's how you're releasing those patterns. Wow. Uh, so that's another modality. You know what? I actually, I have done that before, yeah. but it's under uh, the five whys. Have you heard of that? Um, so, you, so you ask a question and then you say, but why? Why are you feeling that way? Well, why? Uh-huh. And then you kind of get to the core belief yes. that's sort of creating all of the, the yes. havoc in your life. Um, yeah, I have this little community group called the Diamonds in the Rough, and it's just me and my friend. Yes. And we have just sort of hosted these meditation circles. And that's one of the things that we practice about rewiring the subconscious yes. mind and just getting to the core beliefs that are sort of creating the blocks. But I didn't know it was called that. So that's uh. really cool. I learned it somewhere else and then so we just started practicing it. But that's cool to hear yes. another name for it. Uh-huh. Cool. You know, wow. they're like, just like Reiki and quantum touch. They're kind of very similar. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't really get into quantum touch too much. I just mm. learned the basics of it. It's like, uh, you know, 
it's a believing and sending energy based on your belief that certain things will heal or shift or move. You know, it's like... Uh, oh, um, yes. I've heard of, uh, like, um, not the medical medium, but there's, like, a, like psychic surgery. Yes. Is that similar? Yes. Oh. Yes. See, I've done that, just hearing of the concept. I've tr tried it on myself. Yes. Yes. But you have to be careful, though, I was told, so then I just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. So, yes. Yeah, so I, I did go, I had a back pain, and I did uh, see a friend who does quantum touch and uh, you know she she just sent me energy mm. and and it kind of moves things and shifts things in your body so mm. you know the bone the hip bone was out of alignment and it went back in place so it it does like for some people it may be like what is this woo woo stuff but then <laughs> it did work on me right and it, i i believe it sure yeah and I think that plays a big part in yes. why it healed yes. and, you know, worked for yes. you is right, right? The mind yes. is very powerful. Mm -hmm. I truly think that is uh, a big part in, as to why everyone heals. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's how I uh, explain why, like I explain to myself, I would say, and, uh, you know, this is my own experience. There will be some people who have cancer mm -hmm. and they will heal after a surgery. Mm -hmm. And there will be some people who have the same cancer they go to the same doctor mm -hmm. and have the same surgery mm -hmm. and they don't heal. Yeah. So what is different? Yeah. We're all the same human being, uh, beings and having the same organs. So, and, and, you know, if you're being exposed to the same treatment, the same doctor, the same illness, mm -hmm. so why does it work for some and doesn't work for the other? Mm -hmm. so it, it is the belief. Yeah. There are some people who will believe they'll never heal. So the doctors can't do a thing. Mm -hmm. That's totally true. And have you heard of uh, the book? Um, oh, what's it called? Uh, oh, oh, man. I just said it in my brain as you were talking and I forgot uh -huh. it. Oh, it's uh, uh, Ask God Questions. Uh, uh, does okay. that ring a bell? Um, um, questions to God or something like that. Okay. Some, oh, I'm, this is going to bug me. I'll put it in the description box of the profile. Anyways, it's some book about um, this guy channeling mm -hmm. and speaking to God. Oh, Conversations with God. Okay, Have yes. you heard of that? Yes. Yes. Okay. I think there was a movie or no? Uh, there might be, but I, I like, I've heard of it many times, but I only mm. recently downloaded the first book of it. Cause I believe there's 10, there's uh -huh. a lot of them. So I just downloaded the first book, the audiobook, and mm. I was listening to it and they were kind of touching on this. And, um, one of the things that quote unquote God, uh, or the universe, whatever you believe, uh, responded. And he was saying a, about people that are sick and the one, ones that heal and ones that don't. Yes. He was saying that also on like a deeper level, the soul sometimes just wants to leave whether you know we yes. consciously understand that or not the soul has chosen to leave yes. and that's why some people very pass, true pass on and i found very i found that true. to be really interesting very true yeah so anyways you should i'm really yes. enjoying this book i feel yes. like you might like it so i felt I'm like i sure. need to say that to you yes. okay well one of the fun things that i love to do on the show which i already told you about is pull a card for yes. my uh, my guest yes so i have colette baron reed's wisdom of the hidden realms one of my favorite have yes. you ever used her cards yes yes <laughs> she's fantastic i love her so much so what we will do is i've already cle cleared the cards so i'll get you to either Think of a specific question or you can ask for general, you know, advice for right now. Whatever you like, it's up to you. This one wants okay. to come out. So maybe what's next for me? Okay. All right. Let's see. 
it kind of aligns with what I've intended it for my goals. So definitely. I like that one. And this one wants to come out. All right. So we have two cards. Ooh, we have the Well Watcher, which is all about wisdom. Yeah. And we have the Wise Woman of Wonderland, <laughs> which is about integrity. And that's a, the cutest little <laughs> old woman sitting on, I don't know what she's saying, on a mushroom maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, the pictures like Alice of, in Wonderland. Yeah, the pictures on these cards are hilarious. They make me yes. laugh. And this one is actually the Lady of the Mirror. It's called Reflection. This one wanted to come out. Um, at the beginning so I'm just kind of leave, gonna leave Jump that there out. and we'll um, maybe touch on those two first and then go okay. to this one last so the well watcher that's number seven I'll read that one first for you okay. and also before we started the show um, Sharon actually also said that she plays with cards a yes, lot and that you I love do. it so this is great I love when I have a guest that just knows all about this it just I don't know makes the process more fun so we have the well watcher signals the need to go within to contemplate the true source of power in the world, which he reminds you, it is that of the divine. This is a message to let you know that you're being called to the well and this unseen power will be there and will be yours to align with. The affirmation and prayer will invite the divine to bring miracles and resolution to your life. Thy will be done through me for the highest good of all and for the true manifestation of my purpose. So that's what I guess they want you to say. And then it says, you will know the way forward by the still small voice within. Wow, which is what you're all about. <laughs> the divine also may answer your call by sending others to help guide you. Whoa. Wow. Yes. That's yes. literally what all of your programs are about, about yes. tuning in. Yes. Oh, I love it. Okay, so that's the first I'd card. I'd like to add to that because yeah. there's one thing I learned. Some when you, when If you're doing a card reading, the card will will uh, you know there's speak a message. to you yes it'll mm -hmm. speak to you so in this card if you see there's an owl a white owl okay on the, on the sh uh, shoulder of the of the lady and it's kind of closer to the ear and it's like the voice of wisdom ah because the owl is the symbol of uh, wisdom and knowledge and the wise owl ah. that's one and then the well is you know the well is a kind of uh body of water mm. that is very deep mm. and water is the symbol of emotions mm. so there's wisdom coming from the depth of your emotions wow look at that so this deciphering is how I see that it. yes you know that's beautiful and I thank you for saying that because I usually say but I guess it's because <laughs> I knew that you know about yes. the cards I usually say any thoughts feelings ideas sensations ah. that come to you when I'm reading out the card are relevant to what you need to know so anyone listening if you've if you haven't ever done a reading before that is relevant so by looking even at the picture the artwork if something stands out like yes. you just pointed out then that's relevant yes. so that's beautiful yes and even if you see the the well has a kind of a barricade a fencing around it yes it's it's like a symbol of protection yes wow so i love that's it that's how i see it wonderful Thank well that's you. completely in alignment i love it and then the second one is the wise woman of wonderland which is totally you 
<laughs> it's all of us. <laughs> the wise woman of Wonderland brings integrity to thought, word, and deed. She lets you know that as long as you're in the flow of honesty and being true to your word, she keeps you under her protection and care. When she appears as your ally, she signals a time when honesty pays off, yielding greater dividends than you expected. Wow. Thank you. You'll be thankful that you remained faithful and loyal to your path. She reminds you that compromise isn't always an option. Stay true to yourself first and foremost. Although it may appear that you could lose something as a result, you can never lose what is truly yours. Yes. Completely. Wow. Beautiful. That that feels very, like yeah. I got a bit of shivers when I read yeah. that one. That feels very true. And if you see, she has this staff on her, like, you know, a wand or a staff in her hand. So she can make her own wish. Ah. When you're in integrity, you're in charge. Aha. Uh-huh. So this is how I see it. There's no need to compromise because you, you know you have the power. When 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 a person comes from a place of in integrity, that person knows how to make things work. Because mm-hmm. integrity is not morality; it's the ability to make things workable. Yeah. And and here there's a little uh, there's a little rabbit, a bunny rabbit. So it's uh, the rabbit is a symbol of innocence. Hmm. So a new beginning, like you know Easter Bunny. Yes. <laughs> wow, I love it. This is this is great having another reader on the show because you, you can also give me your insights too. Yeah, it's beautiful. You know, if you'll see something that's meant for you. Yes. I'll see something that's meant for me. Yes. That's how totally. it is. Totally. I love it. And then this one, the final one. I usually don't pick three, but I'm going with it. Yes. Um, that one's number 44. What's it called? Um, it's called... Oh, the Lady of the Mirror. Mm. The Lady of the Mirror is both an ally and a challenger, asking you to see yourself in the mirror made by the events in your life. She represents the powerful force of the law of attraction and reminds you that what you are is what you attract. This isn't to say that you need to blame yourself for inviting transgressions or if you find yourself a victim of a big picture event, say a war. This is distorted interpretation of this law. Certain events are fated to test our faith. Rather, find yourself within the web woven through your life, your relationships, opportunities, desires, seeming failures, and successes. Observe how you responded to life's challenges, great and small, and be aware of what is familiar in the present. Release all judgment and accept things exactly as they are with love. Um, Before I finish, I just want to briefly say that I felt like maybe this card was for me as well and it totally touches on what I was telling you about how I was feeling and I was I was judging myself judging my experience and what you said about just you know letting that go and just and knowing that it's still pain regardless of my situation and to just you know learn to have a better inner dialogue and love myself more I think Yeah. yeah this is totally Perfect. And then the last bit says the lady of the mirror asks that you honor every part of your story as essential to your highest unfolding. Can you see yourself as being exactly where you need to be on your path? Do you love what you see in the mirror? Can you perceive your part in your reactions and the motives behind your current inquiry? You will find your, your answer in a thorough and honest self-appraisal. And I've literally been like, I never do this. I used to back in the day, but just recently I started looking at myself in the mirror and saying, I love you. I love you. I love you. And I just started that this week. So that's kind of cool. That's beautiful. And, yeah. you know, I'm really present to something here with the reflection and, you know, mirroring 
and being non-judgmental, it mm-hmm. goes hand in hand mm-hmm. because the mirror never judges you. Right. It just shows you things as they are, but it's not judging you. We create certain stories in our head. Mm-hmm. So uh, in 2006, I was paralyzed in the face. And That's right. I remember yes. y- hearing and that on yes. your video. And so when I look in the mirror, yes, a bit of my face was crooked, but the mirror didn't say I was ugly. Right. I said to myself, I look ugly. Right. So that is what reflection is. The mirror wasn't telling me I was ugly. Yeah. It just showed me how I, I, how I was looking at that time. Right. I make that decision for myself that I am ugly from today. Right. Wow. So that's how we go about in our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever, is ref- whatever we give out is what we get. Mm-hmm. And then we judge that. Right. So really, we just need to really be present and aware as to what we're giving out and yes. try to be non-judgmental yes and, you know spread yes. some love yes oh i love it yes. okay this has been so amazing before we finish i want to get you to just read out the goal that you uh, wrote on my little paris themed notepad yes. <laughs> I like it. so it's my goal is launching my be your own north star online program and going global in service yes <laughs> high five to that okay i'll get you to rip it off and put it in the goals and dreams box and maybe yes. in the future if you mind uh maybe i can follow up with you or yes, have you back on the I show would love that. i would i would absolutely love that here i'll open it for you and uh just to finish off could you tell everyone listening one piece of advice that you that totally resonated with you that someone gave to you or you read in one of your books that you'd love to share with everyone so uh the book that i read when i went for my chemo oh uh, it was called dying to be me and it is by anita murjani she's a cancer survivor and what's interesting about her life is uh that she crossed over so the, uh, she was, uh, I think, in Singapore when she was going through her cancer treatment, and she was in a coma for days. Wow. And um, her husband is a very, very loving man. I mm. mean, they're my dream couple together, you know, like the two of them are so lovely. Mm. And what uh, Danny did was the doctors had said her organs are failing. I mean, it's so vivid. Her book lives in my heart. So, you know, the organs, her organs were failing. And Danny, uh, even though she was in a coma, her husband would hold her hand and speak with her and mm. tell her that he loves her. Mm. And when she crossed over, she, she describes in the book, you know, how she saw this, uh, whatever experience she had. And actually, it's indescribable. Uh, you know, there's nothing you can put in words. I, I'm pretty sure based on what, uh, how she was trying to put it together. And then she says she could hear her husband's voice, and she came back. Wow. She came back, and, you know, her organs started working, and the doctors still cannot explain how this happened. And she's alive, and she shares her story with people, and I've met her in person. Hmm. Uh, and she's an amazing lady, and there's one thing in the book that I, that I took away and it's going to be there with me for life. And she said, you know, there's only one currency that you can take with you across, and that is the currency of love. There is nothing else that you can take with you. So once you cross over, it is how much love you gave to the people around you and how much love you got from them is what you cross over with. 
and I hold on to that. I want to go from here very loaded <laughs> in love. Oh, me too. Yes, and oh. that and uh, that's that's <laughs> well, that's what uh, is the program running behind everything that I'm doing in my life. Wow. That's absolutely beautiful. I think you're just so fantastic Thank and you've you. been so inspiring. Thank I, you. I truly, truly appreciate you being here today. Thank you. You're, yeah. And you know what? And, and just as you're telling that story, just I just one last thing, yes. because this was so cool that you told me before um, we started. Could you tell everyone about your experience with pulling cards and picking and finding out that you had cancer through the angel cards? Yes, so uh, when I had cancer, I had a small lump that showed up in the clavicle in this near my collarbone, and that was unusual. Like, there's no need for me to have a lump there. Yeah. And I, I showed it to my family doctor, and he said, you know, uh, it'll, it will go away. Uh, it, it's uh, an oversized lymph node, maybe fighting a virus. You might have had a flu, and that's why it's there. And it stayed for over three months and he kept assuring me that there's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. And I was a little bit worried about it because that's not a normal thing to happen. And uh, in those days I had freshly learned my <laughs> angel card reading from Doreen Virtue and, <laughs> uh, and you know, it really helped me because no matter how much I spoke to everyone else, do I have cancer? Do I like, is anything wrong with me? Yeah. It doesn't, it didn't comfort me. And so I did the Archangel Raphael um, angel card reading. And my only question was, do I have cancer? And of all the cards yeah. that are in that deck, the card that I pulled out had a, just one word on it. And it was yes. Wow. And when I saw it, I was so scared. I was like, I don't want to see it. Put it aside. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I don't want to see it. But it was true. And because I saw that card, I went back to my doctor. I mm. kind of rushed things. And I requested, I insisted on him, uh, you know, giving me a request for an ultrasound. Yeah. And the ultrasound showed that. Uh, I did have cancer wow. and then I had biopsy and then when I had surgery the doctor was shocked because the surgeon told me we thought there was one lump but the cancer had spread to my lymph nodes and I had a bunch of grapes in there oh wow. like it was like a bunch of grapes that's how bad the cancer was and so I had to my thyroid had to go and uh, you know if it had not been for the angel cards I don't know what would have happened Wow, that's an incredible story. Yes, and wow. so I, I, I believe in them, and I, I stay with them, and I don't feel they're harmful things because mm -hmm. they didn't harm me in any way. You know what? I, I like to say that they're a tool to get you in touch with your inner voice. Yes. Because regardless, if you believe in the law of attraction, whether you believe in angels, spirits, whatever, if you even if you don't believe in that, the law of attraction states that like attracts like so if you're asking a question you're yes. all you're ultimately going to attract the answer yes regardless yes. so you know and you truly in your heart felt like there was something wrong that you had cancer you pulled the card that told you what you already knew yes you know so it's really it helps get you in touch with the truth that you yes. are you already know yes we, we already know and yes. that's important I think what you do and how you're trying to help people get more connected with their voice I think it's so important because I think with society and Instagram and just everything about today it's really um you know encouraging people to detach 
from what's going on. And I think Absolutely. that, you know, we all already have the answers. Yes. You know, and you're proof of that. Yes. You know? And uh, when I was doing the course, the Doreen Virtue course, mm. uh, that day I had a very profound experience. I had a very, very lovely friend. Uh, she doesn't live here in Toronto anymore. And uh, she was, she's an amazing lady. Uh, we, were very, we were great friends. Our kids were friends. We, we did a lot of activities together. Mm. And this lady, sh even though she went about her daily life uh, as if she was on top of things, but she had grief. And this mm. grief was about her favorite brother. Like there were many brothers and sisters, 10 of them, but her favorite younger brother, he died by suicide at the age of 16. Oh. And she couldn't come to terms with it. And she had shared that with me. She would cry, like, oh, even after years, she'd hold back tears. And, you know, if anybody talked about it, it really hurt her a lot. And she always was looking for this answer. Why would her brother do something like that? He was very joyful, lively, listening to music and everything. And then one day he just went. He mm. left. Yeah. So she wanted to always question what happened to him. And I was doing this Doreen Virtue program, and I felt I had nothing to do with her brother. And I felt someone's telling me, get up and buy that, you know, <laughs> the deck of cards and, you know, just take it to her and speak to her. And, wow. you know, it is um, community. It's, um, I forget the name, uh, the oh. he Heaven. Yes, um, I actually have that deck. Yeah, um, where you connect to your loved ones that have passed. In heaven, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was so funny. I, I, f I felt that urge. I just couldn't sit there. I went and got that deck only for her. Wow. And then I called her once I was done, and I said, you're not going home. You're coming to my house first. And I pulled the deck of cards for her. The first answer, like the first answer she got, mm -hmm. because she used to say, why did he do that? Why did he do that? And she used to be close to him. The first answer she got in that card was, it was not your fault. And you should have seen her, like it, she was in a pool of tears, how, mm. how much she was crying, yeah, as mm. if her brother's comforting her and telling her it wasn't her fault. And then the next picture was that he is loved and he is not alone. And Aww. there was a picture of a child with the parents holding the hands of the child and her parents have passed away long ago. Aww. So, you know, she set herself free that day from that grief. Oh. And I gave that deck to her, oh. and I told her she didn't she, she didn't believe in angel cards or wow. anything before that. I told her whenever you want to speak with your loved ones and take this that that's my gift to you. You know what? And the power of you listening to your intuition yes. and what you were feeling, yes, in order to give her yes. that, yes, yes. And I'm so glad that was oh, the shivers. best. Re yeah, I, I get <laughs> shivers whenever I think of that. And we, mm -hmm. we communicate and she tells me, I still remember that day, <laughs> you know, and I still I go, like I do my card readings, oh. you know, and uh, sh she didn't believe in this wow. before. You changed her life. Yes. That's amazing. Yes, I gave her a tool, you know, to deal yeah. with whatever she didn't have answers for. Yeah. Wow. Thank yes. you so much for sharing that. That was You're so welcome. amazing. I loved hearing that. Could you tell everyone where they could find your book as well as where they can find you online if they want to learn more about you? Okay, I'm everywhere online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have a website that goes by my name, shireenarif.com. Uh, you can find me there. I'm on Instagram by the same name. I'm on Facebook by the same name. You can even look me up on Facebook as Be Your Own North Star. 
I also have a website by the name of Be Your Own North Star. I'm on YouTube video, and yeah. all my books are available on Amazon. Amazing. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I just had the most magical time. Thank you. I had a great time, too. Aww. I mean, I, I didn't even know how long I'm supposed to be here. You know what? I've I gone a little bit done. longer than usual, but it's because you've just been so you know, great I to have, talk to. You know, I, I'm supposed to go pick up my kids after this, and I don't even know what the time is. <laughs> and All right. Well, just to finish off, <laughs> the motto of the show is the grass is greenest where we are right now. So it's just something I like to finish off with for everyone listening. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I hope you enjoyed this chat. And as always, we're sending you so much love, light, and motivation to go slay at your goals. Awesome. Namaste. It was great being here. Aww. I loved this chat. Oh, thank you. It was great having you. Oh, so we've come to the end of the episode. This has been such a great one. Man, isn't Sharin seriously inspiring? I feel so inspired just listening back as I edit this episode. Man, what a cool woman. Maybe, I mean, I hope she will come back in the future and we can have another self-love talk because that was just super awesome. So I hope you enjoyed it and stay tuned for next week. I have an amazing episode coming up as always. I just love all my guests. I feel very grateful and appreciative of everyone that has come on my show. Like everyone just has such amazing things to offer and share with us. So super grateful, man. Next week, I have the Dad and Sisters. Oh, man, man, I have been following them for many years. <laughs> they s originally started a blog called How to Live back, mm, I'm going to say, I think 2014. That's when they first created it, or that's when it started becoming really popular. And their blog just sort of blew up online, their fashion blog. And from there, they created the Twoobs shoe line. And they are just phenomenal. And they've now created the How to Live podcast where they've interviewed some amazing guests like Meg Ryan and Laura Lynn Jackson, the cool psychic. So I interviewed them last week. And man, was it such a great talk as well. So look forward to that. That's coming up next week, as well as a big contest. That's right. How to Live, the two sisters have donated two of their shoes, the Twoobs shoes, and we will be giving them away in the next episode. So stay tuned for all of that. And in the meantime, check out all the other fabulous episodes of the Namaste podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. Wait, I said that and tune in that's what I meant to say <laughs> uh, but also if you want to check out my patreon channel it's patreon.com slash Melissa Malati uh, that's where I post everything namaste including the monthly meditations the spreading love calendar that's where you can download it for free you don't even have to be subscribed to download that you can just head on over to patreon.com slash Melati and you can get that free spreading love calendar on there um, or head on over to my Instagram at just love by Melissa to find out more on all of that all right love you guys so much sending you so much love light and motivation to go slay at your goals Go get them, tigers. Namaste.